Good evening. This is Devlin Dublin for the One World Nihilist News Network, OWNN. We are here to break you the latest in the Supreme Court coming decisions. Roe v. Wade overturned. You've heard it first here from our reporters on the ground. And now, for a first for One World Wireless News Network, tonight, an inside revelation from one of the attending clerks of the Supreme Court justices. We have disguised his voice so that he cannot be identified or she cannot be identified. This person is going to give us an inside look at what happened and how this came to be. The most momentous decision in a hundred years. Will Roe v. Wade be a thing of the past? And what is next to come? This clerk will reveal. Tonight, One World Wireless News Network. Stay tuned. And our correspondent in Washington, D.C., Parker Dickey. We'll take it from here. We are out here on the streets of Washington, D.C., following the revealing of an oncoming decision by the Supreme Court to reverse one of the biggest cases to date in the nation, Roe versus Wade. And now, with the reversal of the case, that is not the only thing being reversed. Around the country, millions of women, their attitudes have shifted, and they are furious with the upcoming decision because of the fact that they, quote-unquote, do not have the right to kill their own child. And these women have inherited the sin of their mothers from thousands of years and are furious at the fact that it is now illegal to sacrifice their children to the god Baal. And tonight... We have the first interview ever with a Supreme Court clerk that has asked to remain anonymous to protect their identity along with the disguising of their voice. But nevertheless, it does not take away from the power of the interview to come. This has been Parker Dickey in Washington, D.C. We'll be back with the clerk with the inside scoop on Roe v. Wade overturned. This is Dublin Dublin. Were you fooling around premaritally and had sex with someone? Are you looking for a way out of an upcoming inevitable byproduct of sexual intercourse? Then look no further than I'm Evil Go. I'm Evil Go targets the irresponsibility of a woman that is not able to deal with the consequences of her actions. I'm Evil Go is not recommended for women that are capable of understanding cause and effect. Before taking I'm Evil Go, make sure to speak with your satanic doctor today and ask them if you are ready to take the next step. I'm Evil Go. What are you waiting for? Do not take I'm Evil Go if you're a holy woman that loves children. Side effects may be eternal damnation, rejection at the gates of heaven, and spiritual possession by Satan himself. We're back. This is Devlin Dublin of the One World Wireless News Network. And now, the clerk, whose voice has been disguised so as not to reveal his or her identity. The clerk to one of the justices of the United States Supreme Court. Parker Dickey, we throw it to you. 
Thank you for joining us. We are now with the Supreme Court clerk who at the moment has chosen to be unnamed. Hello, are you there? Clerk. Yes, Mr. Tiki. Hello. Yes. Well, we are so thankful to have you, and we just want you to tell the audience that you are, in fact, the Supreme Court clerk in charge of overseeing this case. Yes, that is true. And what is the name that you would like us to refer to as tonight? You may call me J.D. Well, J.D., we just want to thank you for coming on live television to speak in this interview about what is going on with the Supreme Court case. And our understanding is that you are here to share information about the case. Yes, I am willing to tell you everything I know about this decision. And according to my understanding, it says that you are actually on the premises of the Supreme Court right now with the remainder of the justices. Is that correct? Yes. Could you describe what the environment is like around the Supreme Court? Yes, there are protesters outside of the court now. We have Secret Service protection for both the clerks and the justices. So that would mean you guys are on some form of lockdown right now, correct? We have been quarantined in the building, yes. Wow. Are they still capable of bringing you guys things that you need, necessities, utilities, toiletries, all of those sorts? Yes, they're bringing supplies and food. Do you have everything that you need? Yes, I have everything I need. Thank you. You're welcome. And it has come to my attention that there has been some form of a threat made against you, Justices? We are and have been threatened, yes. Are you able to tell us what kind of force it is that has threatened you? Well, as it stands right now, there are scores of um, enraged, rabid women uh, outside of the court. The crowd is building. Now, have you been able to be in contact with any of your family now that this has occurred? Yes. So I'm sure that you had a fantastic conversation with mom. <laughs> yes, I talked to uh, my mother and my father. Uh, and. I told her that I am safe. And it reminds me of the January 6th um, insurrection at the Capitol. Well, do they have any forces there to combat that this time? Yes, there are dog sniffing bombs. Uh, Wait, did you say dog sniffing bombs? Bomb sniffing dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, just for the record, the bomb sniffing dogs are in fact present. Yes, they are here and they are making sure that our vehicles are safe. That's good. Uh, the airspace above the Supreme Court has been... It's been under aerial lockdown, right? Yes, it's on lockdown. Yes. Yeah, that's, have you ever seen this in all of your years? Um, I would say I have never seen it like this. I don't want to reveal my political persuasion, independent, progressive, liberal, conservative, right-wing, left-wing, moderate, fundamental. I will keep that to myself, but I will tell you that in all my years of clerking for three justices, I have never seen a more rabid, enraged, violent crowd. Uh, even the neo-Nazi groups were not this violent. The KKK groups were not this violent. What about the civil rights groups? Uh, well, no, the civil rights groups were never, ever violent. The only violence I have ever seen in my many years of clerking has been from radical feminist groups and left-wing white 
women. And that is unfortunately the truth. And I will not reveal to you my race either. But I will say I am in a perfect position to be able to judge that. The white liberal women who claim to be so tolerant are the least tolerant and the most vicious and violent of them all. Well, that is incredibly unfortunate to hear, um, J.D. Yes, it is unfortunate, Mr. Dickey. Thank you. And now as the clerk, what is your opinion on the group of justices that are present for this case? Um, I would have to say that the justices are the greatest group of justices that I've ever known. And their opinion was does not come without enormous thought, contemplation, and legal integrity on, on, on literally both sides of the political spectrum of, of conservative and liberal. All of the judges are deep thinkers. All of them desire to be strict constitutionalists and are faithful inherently to the law. I don't find any of them uh, to be activist judges, to be honest, even on the liberal side here. But this decision has come down uh, in the favor of the unborn. What I don't understand is there was for many decades a decision of Roe v. Wade in the favor of the birthing parent, the mother. And we still in the Supreme Court identify the mother as a female. I know there is some question of what is a mother, but there indeed is. Unfortunately, uh, as the law stands today, uh, a man is not a mother. The law does stand both the biological law, the scientific law, and the moral law that a woman has a vagina and two breasts and ovaries and produces estrogen as the dominant chemical of her body. So yes, we do define in the court, both liberal and conservative judges do stick to that traditional inherent natural biological definition of a woman. So yes. Good. As it should of, be. Yes. And with and these judges, do the, you, do you go ahead, Mr. Dickey, go ahead. Thank you. Do all these judges, do you see them fit together as a functioning body to do their job well? Well, I would say that the judges, um, uh, there is no conflict among them. They all have a great rapport with each other, as I do with the other clerks. We all have a great rapport. We're a bit of a family here. We know our duty, our responsibility, and we value the law to the highest degree. But there is a sense that this will balance out the rather imbalance for decades of pro-abortionists. That it is time when we have defended, we have many decisions that have defended the spotted owl, the groundhog, the salamander lizard, flowers, plants, bacteria. We've even had decisions and reference a certain bacteria in a pond that desert protection, triclosites. And so I don't find it strange at all. Why would we not defend a, a decision from the court to defend the unborn baby? We, we do have something on the docket that's coming, and I will let 
everyone know right now the inside on what's coming. There is a case pending right now in Santa Clara, California, one that all babies will be born genderless. They would not be allowed to be called male or female, boy or girl, until the baby can grow up and tell you what it is. And that is going to hit the justices in the fall. And it will come to the Supreme Court from Santa Clara, California, and it will end in California all identification of babies born with a gender until the baby at the age that's been designated between three and five can tell the court what it is and how to identify so the child will not be allowed in any kind of reference or form to be identified as a male or female until they can speak through a legal document and the court in California will, will provide the child representation for the child to tell the parents in the world what it is and they have designated an age between three and five. We so also there will be power given to a three to five year old toddler uh, that is barely even capable of eating applesauce on her own. Yes. Um, wow. That case wow. is pending, and we also have a case um, that the justices will be addressing on their docket in the fall from Oklahoma, Tulsa, that will allow for pet owners to abort their cat litters, dog litters. Um, in particular, domestic domesticated pets to abort them, being that they feel that they are the mother of their dogs and cats in order to bring down the overpopulation um, of dogs and cats and to um, decrease the amount of shelters and the money that's going in for all these shelters. You know, many of the dogs and cats are euthanized anyway. They're not adopted. And many that do adopt end up throwing them out to the street and they become feral cats again. And dogs uh, roam the street and attack citizens. And so to uh, truly neuter the pet co uh, population, uh, there is a case where the pet owners have a legal right to abort puppies and abort kittens before they are born. And there is. Um, a medical pill, uh, a pet pill, a pet pill that is going to, it's a pet pill called the pet bill that's going into the Oklahoma uh, legislature right now. And the pet pill, pet bill will allow pet owners to insert this abortion pill into uh, female dogs and cats to be sure that those uh, kittens and puppies are aborted because, you know, they have multiple puppies and kittens, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 at a time. And so um, they are hoping that the Supreme Court justice will give them the right to abort the puppies and the babies. And the, there is a case precedent for this because the humans have the right to abort their babies and we do care for the pets. And so that bill is expected. I can tell you a little inside football that uh, the justices are leaning uh, a make making sure that that is uh, giving Oklahoma the right to definitely um, abort puppies and abort kittens. And the precedent that they're using for that is actually Roe v. Wade, uh, uh, being that it is a species and we all are species. So you're going to see that. Um, but uh, I can tell you that it, the bellwether is when uh, Vane is 
pointing towards that justices are going to approve that pet owners uh, around the country with Oklahoma setting the, the case precedent will be allowed to abort puppies and kittens and um, other animals to, to follow suit. So between the babies that are going to be born genderless, uh, that is expected to uh, actually uh, first pass with the California Supreme Court. The justices, uh, they're anticipating that will come to the Supreme Court and there will be some legal precedent to actually even allow that, believe it or not. However, this court is leaning conservative and uh, the justice for which I clerk and the others clerks that we've talked amongst ourselves, uh, there is no way that the conservative justices are going to allow genderless identity at birth. It's not going to happen. It's going to be shot down. And uh, But there is probably going to be an allowance uh, for uh, pet abortions, the pet pill bill. So the pet pill bill will be the kill bill for the puppies and the kittens. And um, I'm actually looking forward to that. But right now, looking forward to killing the bill or looking forward uh, to killing the animals? Well, yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm not looking forward to killing. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the bill coming. I know okay. it's going to be very interesting. I didn't mean, please don't mistake that. No, you're but, good. You're um, good. Yes. Yes. The, the crowd is growing. Uh, uh, it is a, it, it's an enraged crowd. Uh, they're burning effigies of Justice Alito. They're burning effigies of Jesus. They're burning effigies of Mother Mary. They are burning effigies of Donald Trump. Uh, they're burning effigies of Candace Owen. Can't, wait, did yes, I hear that they're, correctly? They're, they're burning, burning effigies of oh, Candace Owen? Yes, Candace Owen. So they're burning a black woman's effigy. Well, yes. In, other, in any other situation, it would be considered racist because she's a black woman, but they are burning effigies of her right now. Now, is the group, is it multiracial or is it predominantly white? Uh, a group of white women. White women, okay. Yes, young white women. They're burning her on a stake right now, like Joan of Arc. Well, that is just repulsive. Yes, Mr. Dickey. I just can't. Yes. Well, to, I hate to end it on such a bad note, but J.D., we are so thankful to have had you tonight. Thank you for revealing all of the information and for giving us all the insight. Um, it has truly been a, a revelational interview, and we appreciate all that you have done. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for disguising my voice because I know they would attack my family if they knew who I was. So thank you very much. And J.D., thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you, Mr. Dickey. And, yes, thank you for that fine report. Uh, That was quite insightful. I should hope it does not incite further violence and protests. I've never heard a clerk ever in the history of our Supreme Court justice and reporting on the Hill that was ever so forthcoming and revealing of the inside football that's happening in our Jewish system. I have to tell you, uh, this is an unprecedented time in America. And uh, I just want to tell the folks out there, stay tuned to Wireless World News Network. We are here to reveal the truth, no matter what happens. This is Devlin Dublin reporting for One Wireless Network and our Washington, D.C. heel correspondent, Parker Dickey, signing off. And now, following the end of the transmission, we will be playing a song called Voices by Stephen Gooden. We hope you enjoy. I remember 
so young and so tender, I'd bounce on my father's shoulders. I remember when the storm clouds and thunder would scare me, then I'd run to my mother. She knew my voice in the night when I would cry. Oh, when I screamed from the pain of falling down, she wiped the tears from my eyes. Amongst a million children, still my words would not be lost. For I know my mother knows me. She knows me. She knows her baby's voice. Then one day she told me that before I was born, she had so many troubles In her heart she was torn Between two decisions One for me, one for her I said thank you mom for choosing me Choosing me My voice I know you heard She knew my voice In the night when I would cry When I screamed from the pain of falling down She woke the tears from my eyes Amongst a million children Still my words will not be lost For I know my mother knows me She knows me She knows her baby's voice I thank my God for mom Every night that I pray And I mention other children Will never see today for I hear they never had the chance to run and jump and play. And I pray their moms will let them. Please let them. Please let them come this way. She knew my voice in the night when I would cry. When I screamed from the pain of falling down, she wiped the tears from my eyes. Amongst a million children, still my words will not be lost. For I know my mother knows me. She knows me. She knows her baby's voice. She knew my voice in the night when I would cry. When I screamed from the pain of falling down, she wiped the tears from my eyes. Amongst a million children, still my words would not be lost. For I know my mother knows me. She knows me. She knows her baby's voice. Amongst a million children, please don't let their voice be lost. Please remember my mother. And hear your baby's voice Yes, remember my mother She heard her baby's voice